Uh, welcome to another episode of Elite Zone, everybody. We're starting our, uh, what is it today, Thursday already? We're starting our Thursday morning off with some laughs here. Um, I am Max Bergstrom, your sometimes, well, most of the time, humble host of Elite Zone. And I've got with me two very special VIPs. I've got Justin Hansey, which we just had on the show last week. when we were talking about, uh, you know, the story of the, uh, the Agent Elite CEO and the, the day in and day out. If you haven't checked that out, go back and listen to that. But now we're going to dive into some stats. I've also got Shauna Stevens, who is the general manager of Agent Elite. Both these guys are some high caliber, intelligent folks. Uh, and their dry wit and charm is next level. <laughs> Justin and Shauna, how you guys doing this morning? Okay. Riveting stuff. Riveting stuff. Uh, yeah. We're doing great. Still waking up from the President's Club. Yeah, that was so much fun. Um, are you guys still swaying back and forth from? My swaying stopped yesterday. Gotcha. So I was I was swaying a good two days after. Gotcha. I'm good to go on another. Uh, we went on a cruise. So if you didn't, know. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, just to fill everybody a little, in. A little weekend cruise to Ensenada, Mexico. And uh, yeah, I'm good. Luckily, I don't get seasick or anything. I didn't on the boat. I got seasick after we were off the boat. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that's even called. That's something else. That's something. a you. That's a you thing. That's a you problem. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so, what are the um, who? Somebody was telling me that in like the Alaska cruise, if it's really choppy. The boats can like rock so much that you gotta like hold on to the the railings. I don't know how comfortable. I think that I would have got off that boat real quick. <laughs> Just jumped in the water. Jumped, I probably. All right. Yeah. Jumped on an iceberg. Yeah. <laughs> right on. All right, guys. Well, let's. Get, we're, we're gonna get into some stats here. We're gonna be talking about email marketing. We're gonna talk about SEO, social media websites, omni-channel marketing, text marketing, branding, ads, kind of like the whole gamut. But I just want to, I want to start this off with, it, it always, it never ceases to amaze me how many people, uh, real estate agents, I mean, just businesses in general, you know, when you ask them, have you tried this? Have you tried that? And, you know, like, for example, have you tried email marketing? Oh, and they say, yeah, I've tried it. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. And when you ask them, okay, well, you know, what's your experience been? How often have you done it? What kind of things are you seeing? You know, uh, they don't necessarily have an idea of what the benchmark data says or, or what the statistics say. And so it's kind of like, you know, you try something a few times and if you don't get the, the greatest results right away, it's like, well, that, you know, that doesn't work. And so I always like to bring up the numbers because I think it's important. And um, so, you know, I'm, I'm ready to, to dive in. But before we do that, what kind of experience, I mean, you know, running this company, talking with people, have you had a lot of agents say, you know, well, we've tried social media, that just doesn't work. And we've tried Google ads and that doesn't work. What kind of feedback or experience or, you know, what do, what do agents tell you? That's, a, that's an everyday thing. Right? The everyday everyday thing. thing when we're talking about, oh, I've done that. I've tried it in the past. And it doesn't matter what type of marketing. They'll tell you they've tried it. It doesn't work. I don't get business that way. And so what it comes... Okay. <clears throat> you're shouting so, so much on the cruise. That and so what it comes down to is like change. Mm. Is not understanding or wanting to change. Me trying something once I didn't get it, then it doesn't work right and so it's the psychology of, around that for everybody 
It's the same thing with kids, right? A lot of times kids give up. I tried to ride the bike once, I'm not doing it. Mm -hmm. I, I tried to write that, I'm not doing it. I can't do it. They throw their tantrum, right? And they kind of give up and it's hard to bring them back because all they remember is that feeling of failure. And so people are afraid to fail. If I try something, it didn't work, I fail. I don't want to go down that road again. Right. Right? Um, also, I would say like the lack of experience in that field um, has something to do with it too because I mean, let's be honest, the real estate agents, they, they know all about real estate, not much about marketing or websites or coding or A-B testing or like how to do things in a correct way or in, in a different way than what they're thinking, right? So what they're thinking is probably, okay, I'm going to send out an email that just simply says, call me when you're ready to buy a home. Well, that that's probably not going to work. So um, going through and, and being able to recognize that failure is okay and going through like different versions of that email marketing uh, and until you get it right and then also contacting the experts like yourself, you know. Um, I think that's, the, the experts do it in a certain way, in a certain strategy, they have certain strategies that, um, you know, they've been developing for decades now. Uh, you know, dot-com bubble was year 2000, we're 2023, so I mean, everybody has um, kind of developed the, the right way to email market if that's the way that you want to go. There's, I see there's plenty other uh, routes that you can go as far as marketing, but uh, just saying it doesn't work, I think that's just giving up. Really. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, uh, and, and you know, like email marketing across all industries, I want to say like the ROI on it is like 4,400% or something like that. Like it's, it's, it does still work. I've had people say, well, I hate it when people uh, email me, so I'm not going to do it because, you know, that never works for me. And I always explain why I get it, but just because it doesn't work for you or you don't game. like yeah. Right. And also, it, you know, it's a preference thing. Like when people email me, unless it catches my eye, I probably won't open it. But if you text me, I'll answer you right back. Yeah. You know, different. And then I've had other people say, God, don't call me. Just email. This is the best way to get a hold of me is emailing me. Yeah. That's how I want to communicate. So, you know, we'll, we'll get into the, the omni-channel approach. But something interesting here, um, you know, uh, open rates for real estate industry emails typically hover around 15 to 25%. So 15 to 25% of buyers or sellers, what have you, are opening emails sent. Click-through rates, 1% to 3%. But the real kicker here is to personalize your messaging, right? So to your point, Justin, when you're like, how you doing? This is agent. Call me when you're ready to sell your home. Thanks. Bye. Like, there's no value in that. It's just extremely generic and templated. Um, so, you know, I don't know what um, percentage of, of agents are really diving into the personalization and like segmenting their lead list so their their messaging is crafted more effectively. But I mean, if people are opening emails at 15 to 25%, but the click-through rate is only one to 3%, the way to increase that click-through rate to me would be to have better personalization. Would you mm -hmm. guys agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it kind of goes back to your, your point of like, uh, 15 to 20% open rate. Mm -hmm. Okay, we'll play the numbers. If I send to 100, 15 or 20 will open, 1% of those are going to click. Uh -huh, right? Yeah. If I send to 1,000, now I'm increasing my odds. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean go out and buy just some random email list, right? right? 
Um, but it's if you segment your database, if you are segmenting it, segmenting it correctly, learn to talk, um, that'll help, right? But I think that a lot of people just think, oh, just add my database, add my database, and I'll just blast it out to everybody mm-hmm. to increase my, your odds. Yeah, that might work a little, yeah. but then you're going to get that random person that's like, that's not relevant to me. Totally. So I'll delete you a couple times, and then when I've deleted you a couple times, I know, okay, I don't want to do business with you, so I'm just going to spam you next time just so mm-hmm. I don't have to do the work, right? And so when you segment, that all goes back to making sure as an agent you are actually inside your CRM constantly, right? You need to be updating your CRM every day with your leads because people's uh, behaviors change. Things happen in life. Maybe I have to move to a different area now. Or maybe there was a divorce in the family. Or there could be so many different variables. Maybe someone lost the job, so now we're not pre-qualified for this, but we're pre-qualified for this. Mm -hmm. So you need to be in there communicating with your database and keeping it up to date. Um, I kind of always say a CRM is only as good as the person using it. Mm -hmm. So if you're not actually using it and you're just hoping that these email blasts are going to work, well, that's where a lot of your business is, is faulting. I think right. that goes back to uh, how far we've come to since, like, let's say 2010 yeah. or even 2015, you know, where email blasts were the thing that people were talking about. That's the best way to get in front of a thousand people, right? Well, it's also the worst way because then, like you were saying, um, you get, get in front of people who aren't interested in the content of the email and they're marking you as spam. You'll never see them again. Or they'll never see you again. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas now, if you are you have tags uh, associated with each and every lead on there, you're keeping it up to date. Uh, like Shauna was saying, mm-hmm. then you have specific campaigns, email campaigns for each specific tag, and then you're never going to get. Well, I can't say never, but you're never going to get marked as uh, a spam. It's much less likely. It's much yeah. less likely because you're talking. You know, if you know you're speaking to somebody who you know, is of a certain age and income and then, you know, they're looking into downsizing, you're not gonna send them just a random I'm gonna send you a million dollar home when your budget is six hundred thousand. Exactly. Right? right? And that's the biggest thing with technology now is like, yeah, there's a lot of companies that can just do these blasts and everything, but it's how are you segmenting it and how are you creating a message that's gonna be different for that buyer or seller and sending them what they would be interested in. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. not to mention, you know, spam filters. I mean, if you just blast out random stuff to a whole bunch of people that doesn't speak to them, they're eventually going to flag you to spam, and the more you get flagged to spam, then what happens? You then can, you land in everybody's spam filters. Yeah, you can't send anybody. You're done, and, right? Yeah, um, and speaking of that point, too, um, I don't, I don't want to, I'm not here to, like, sell Agent Elite or anything. I'm just here to give good information, hopefully somebody... Uh, see some value in it but um, here and I'm sure other places too like we have that campaign filter to where you can't you can send out blast emails but like really it's set up for okay if somebody visits my site and they're looking at million dollar homes with pools in a certain area they're only going to get emails regarding million dollar homes with pools in that certain area as opposed to $500,000 $500,000 homes with no pools. Exactly. Where their mark is a spam and throws out mm-hmm. and never see them again. So, I mean, that's the, that's the important part of it. Right. So, then, you know, agents listening to this, if you guys want to have better success with email marketing, you need to segment your lists into different targets and personalize. Speak to 
their fears, their goals, their dreams. Keep a contact record in your CRM that okay. says, you know, X, Y, and Z just moved, or, you know, I touched base with them last week, and they're, you know, the more you know about them, the more effective you will be. The more the CRM knows about them, the more effective you will the be. More, there it yeah. is. The more the CRM knows about them. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you know. It matters yeah. what's, what yeah. Yeah. exactly. I'll forget as soon as I write it down. Right. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, so then moving on to search engine optimization, which, uh, you know, this one, uh, another, that a lot of times when I talk to agents and I'll say, you know, SEO, and they're like, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, CEO? Yeah, CEO. Like, and, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not knocking anybody at all because, you know, I get this stuff is a learning curve. But um, 93% of experiences begin with a search engine. And I want to say it's like, even more than that for like buying a home, you know, buyers want to be educated. Sellers want to be educated. Google is a gigantic knowledge base and people in certain areas are asking questions about how do I, you know, how do I use my home equity? Why do I need a home inspection? You know, uh, why do I even really need a real estate agent X, Y, and Z. So if you're not using SEO and keywords and making sure that your website is, um, you know, uh, rich with that stuff, you're, you're doing your, yourself and your business a disservice. Um, the next stat down here, organic search leads have a 14.6% close rate while outbound leads or cold calling and direct mail have a 1.7% close rate. Now to speak to that, I, I mean, I, these, these are from like the end of 2021. All right. So I don't know if how much that has changed. But, um, you know, organic search leads, like, let's talk a little bit about the important, and I know Agent Elite places a, a heavy importance on SEO. Why is that? It's because that's the first thing that someone's going to, right? A lot of people you'll talk to, like, real estate, oh, they all go to Zillow, they all go to Realtor.com. Well, the only reason is because Zillow and Realtor.com are using SEO to drive traffic to them. Mm -hmm. And then all they do is take that traffic that they got and sell it back to the real estate agent in the form of a lead. So it goes down to having that omnipresence, right? I'm not going to put all my eggs in the email basket or the SEO basket, but I am going to, you know, diversify it. And you need to be, if you want to really be successful, you need to work on all factors of your business, mm -hmm. right? SEO is a huge one, especially in your local area. If you want to be that local go-to agent. Um, capitalize on what the stats are saying and use it to your benefit, especially when other agents aren't using it right mm -hmm. now. Yep. Or when an agent says like, well, I've got my broker website. So if somebody Googles me, that'll come up. And I'm like, I know that, but they're not going to Google you. They're going to Google homes in area yeah. at price point or homes the only, near. The only person that's going to Google you is the person that's referred to you. Exactly. Right? And then right. you want to make sure that you're, you have that presence on everything that pulls you in and only mm. you. Imagine if somebody refers you and then they go look at, oh, um, schools in this area and you pop up because you have a whole couple blogs or articles on hey, schools I know in that, that area guy. and yep. you're, you're all of a sudden the professional, you know, real estate agent in that area. Yep. And that's where it's kind of, you know, I can see, you know, if I was a real estate agent or just a business owner in, in general, really, it, it's hard to keep all that stuff up to date and then also be a real estate agent at the same time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's a lot. I mean, SEO for uh, companies is a full-time full job yep. sometimes. So 
and it's ever evolving, it's ever changing. You gotta stay up to date with all of this stuff. Uh, I mean, at, at some point, SEO is gonna be kind of, you're gonna be, you're gonna need to be set up for AI to come up in AI search results yep. as well. So, I mean, like, you wanna blow a realtor's mind, I mean, bring that up, and then they'll be like, okay, you just, let's leave it to the professional. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, the, just, the, and you know, to your point, schools, you know, like you, you want to use SEO to not become only an authority on real estate, but on a community in general. Yeah. And that, you know, that's, that's really a, the biggest leverage point because the more you know about the homes, the people, what they want, people moving in, where they're moving from, where the schools are, the amenities, the shopping, the lifestyle, um, you know, so it's not just, you know, position myself as the best real estate agent, it's position, position myself as the community expert, and you can do mm -hmm. that with, with SEO. Yeah. Yeah, And it's, it's tying into all the, all the changes um, with SEO and, and the future is really to provide a better consumer experience. So right. a lot of, you know, you said something earlier of like, yeah, you know, I don't open emails like that. That's not how I do it. Yeah, but it's the consumer experience mm -hmm. and the tendency. And the reason all of these things have evolved is because the consumer tendency has evolved. And so you need to tap into the consumer tendency and what majority of them are doing in order to capture that audience from an SEO standpoint, from an yep. email standpoint. Yep, consumer centric. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, now I'm here just so you guys know. This is me rubbing my hands together in excitement. <laughs> I'm gonna talk a little bit about social media. This is one that like people are so across the board with. I've got you know agents that are like always you know shooting video content and they're like you know just doing fun silly things. They got their brand pillars all set out they're you know they're having fun new creative ideas and like you know not spending thousands and thousands of dollars it's not you know too terribly hard to, to do it just takes getting in the habit and then you've got the agents that are just reposting all the stuff that their brokerages give them um, and they're just like well you know I, I don't want anybody to know anything about me and social media it doesn't work and isn't Instagram for like pictures and isn't TikTok for kids and and all that kind of stuff. So again, it's where you have the one that wants to boycott it completely. Yeah. No, well, yeah. no, I just do referral based, and yeah. I, you know, I don't do anything on social media. Um, look, guys, you got to know what the numbers are, know where the attention is. If, you know, if I if I told people that you know the most attention right now is on Facebook Reels and TikTok, and you're not doing it. You know, um, you can't really tell me, well, there's like, that doesn't work. There's no reason why I would do that. Because, I mean, I, I can show you the data that says, no, that that's where the attention is. Now, if you don't want to do it, that's fine. But, you know, you can't really dispute the numbers. Um, and I do see here, you know, it says real estate agents who use social media as a significant part of their marketing efforts have been shown to sell properties up to 68% faster than those who do not. So why do you guys think that would be? It's a consumer tendency. That's where the majority of your consumers are spending their time. You need to be in that bucket, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's just like if somebody was gonna, if you knew all of your clients were gonna be at, let's say, the farmer's market this, this weekend, would you go as an agent? Most of them are probably gonna say yeah. Yeah, I'd be there. But 
And then you, <laughs> you break it down. It's like, why would you be there though? Because my clients are going to be there and I want to, you know, get in front of them. Well, your clients are on social media. It's, it's a free platform. Exactly. And they spend the time there. So you don't have to invest thousands of dollars. Right. You don't have to invest money, period. You can invest your time. Yep. Um, but you want to be where the majority of consumers are. And again, omnipresence. I'm going to have a little bit in SEO, a little bit of email marketing, a little bit in social so that the person that's not on social does email. The person that's not on email does social. You want to pick up exactly. and, you know, don't leave any stone unturned. Exactly. I think a lot of that too, it, it all depends. For me, it depends on the person. Like if you're driven, if you're young, if you're out there and you're like, I want to, I want to be big, I want to be a rock star in, in real estate in this, in my area, uh, then yes, we got to do all of this stuff. But if you're just a part-time person, you're like, I'm selling one or two homes a year. And like, you know, I'm retired. Um, then, you know, wh who am I to tell you, you have to spend eight hours a day posting on eight yeah. different channels. Um, but for, you know, everybody who's really trying to make it, which should be 90% of the people probably in, in real estate. Um, yeah, you should be posting on, I mean, talked about Gary V last week, saw another one this morning. I'll send to you both where, um, he's, he's saying, you know, you got to post five, six times, not just on you know, Instagram or Facebook, but on eight different platforms, mm -hmm. five or six times, yeah. all of them. I think yeah. you mentioned Omnichannel. Yeah, um, yeah well. we're gonna, we'll, we'll definitely get into that, but yeah, for sure, c consist, you know, s consistency is key at scale, mm -hmm. right? Like you have to be able to push yourself, but then consistent and it takes time and time. And I mean, yeah. you know, I, I work with a lot of agents that are like, you know, well, like for the past three months, like, you know, I've been doing everything you say and like nothing's happening. And I'm like, I, I know, man, you know, there's no, there's no shortcut. Consistency and patience. This, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is going to take some This is a long-term game. This isn't the immediate gratification. You want immediate gratification, go dump $10,000 in Zillow yep. and find a deal that's going to close. Yep. Right? There, and, but, and that can be it done. Can happen. That no can. less than $10,000. But yeah. I mean, if you really want it, like you need to invest to eat up most of that market, right? But... Social media, you know, it's it's definitely, it shows you because at the end of the day, people are choosing to do business with you on your personal level and yep. on your relationship. You, you've got to share yourself. Mm -hmm. You can't just hide in the background, right? We'll talk to people like, oh, I don't want to be out there. It's like, but you're a real estate agent. Like you have to be in gotta the be out there. It's like networking, you have to be, right? it's, it's fully networking. Yeah. It's just at a different level. You've got LinkedIn, you've got Twitter, you've got all of these avenues that you can be networking on to Pull in that one person that might be interested that didn't see you. I think that's right? the most important part too is like people do business with people that they trust. Yeah. And so you can instantly show people that they can trust you by, you know, posting uh, just a quick 30 second video of you and your new sellers or buyers mm -hmm. that you just mm -hmm. did, did work with. And it doesn't have to be like anything elaborate. It can be raw. Like we're doing You can post something raw. about taking your dog for a walk. Like you could come on a podcast like this yeah. and talk about yourself for 45 minutes yeah. and there, there's so many different that. avenues that you could utilize with social media it's not just one category on social media anymore social media is like the umbrella to everything else underneath right. it yep and pete you know i've also heard you know agents say well i don't have like you know fifty thousand followers and i'll be like that doesn't matter i mean you know let, let's say you have 500 followers and you know you've there are people you know, there are people in a specific area, X, Y, and Z, you got 500 people, you put out one piece of content, 
and 500 people see it? How many doors can you knock mm-hmm. in, in uh, you know, can you knock 500 doors in the 15 minutes it takes you to shoot something, yeah. add captions real quick and post it out there? Now, I'm not saying that's necessarily going to, you know, get you a listing, but the point is, is it's a free platform mm-hmm. for a potential of hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people to see your content should you put, you know, the right time and effort into actually doing it. And let's be realistic too. I mean, you're not even trying to get millions of, or hundreds of thousands. Yeah. You're trying to get like a thousand people. The right people. You're trying to find one met. person that's going to, you know, bite. Yeah, and we're, we're talking about being like a professional in your area. Well, in our area, in Miramar, I mean, well, how many people can there be in here? Yeah. Uh, maybe 50,000. So, and not all of them are home buyers. So now you're looking at maybe, you know, you need to gain the attention of, Two percent of the people that are here, instead of millions of people. So, yeah. uh, if you get discouraged by only five hundred views, like be happy with that. Yeah, and I think that's that's a, a challenge. Is everybody thinks social media and they think influencers mm-hmm. and like you yeah. need millions and millions. Right. Okay, but the millions, like we're not trying to become an influencer where that becomes your job now. Right. Right. You're you're trying to create that brand consistency and exposure. Yeah. Where anywhere someone turns, they're gonna see you. Yep. And that's the biggest thing is like different engagement. Yep. You might have 200, you might have 500, you might have 20 people following you. But what are you doing to get somebody to want to follow you? If you're yeah. not posting anything, why am I going to follow you? Right. I love the idea of My mom video. might follow me, but she, nobody else is going to follow <laughs> yeah, and mom, like my mom, post. Mom ain't going to buy a home from <laughs> you right now. Yeah. Even mom's got friends online though, you yeah. know, and they'll see, they'll see that she likes something. But I do like the idea of even just posting a video of you walking your dogs. I mean, how many dog people are out there in, yeah. in just your area? In, in fact, the most engagement that I get on any social media post, most of the time, like the business stuff I put up, people are like, ah. But if it's like, you know, a a picture of me and my kids sloppily eating lunch together. They're like, yeah. oh my God, yeah. that's so yeah. good. But the yeah. thing is, is like, you know, and that's the other thing is, I always explain, you know, just like you talk about going to the farmer's market to get in front of people. So at the farmer's market, you don't you don't go there and meet somebody and say what you want to say. And then when they say something back, you don't respond. Yeah. So, you know, like agents would be like, I'm posting, it's not working. And I go and there's all these un, unread comments People aren't answering. Like, it's a two-way street. Like, you you have engage. to you got yeah you got to engage with them, and then the idea is to drip them into a creative conversation. Another you know? thing, another tactic on that side is you'll see some of those um, news posts or anything where they do this picture and it has some headline, right? Um, but you mm-hmm. can't read about the story. It'll say, "Hey, check the comments for the article," mm-hmm. right? And so it's another way to get click-throughs too. Ah, like, there's different yes. things that you could be doing, but to go back, like. Post about your dogs. Maybe you're going to go check out or review a restaurant in the local area. Yeah. Go do something like that. Yeah. Or, you know, do a picture while you're at the local car wash. Right. And then tag them. Those those businesses businesses love that. Exactly. And start doing something different than just, hey, you know, the home rates are at this right now. Yeah. Exactly. Love it. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, moving on to websites. Um, I mean... I don't know if Agent Elite knows hey, that's too what we much do. about websites. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to be brazen and I'm going to say this, all right? And I hope I don't piss people off. But if you are a real estate agent and you don't have a website, you don't exist. No. You don't exist. Over 50% of buyers found their homes via the internet. Like 98, 98% or something like that of, of uh, home searches start by typing in questions on Google. 
Um, you know, business cards are great, but you know, your website is like the modern business card. If you don't have a website, I mean, at this point, don't man. don't invest in the business card. Invest in your website yeah. and your online brand. Yes, because what it's like ten acts of God to get that business card back, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I and to add more to that stat, it's a hundred percent of uh, home buyer sellers are are using the internet during the transaction. During, exactly. Right. And not only that, but like, you know, we're all walking around with computers in our pockets. Yeah. I mean, the second you meet somebody, I'm a millennial, I'm about to Google your ass. Like, yeah. The second I meet you, oh, that's awesome, oh, you do this, okay, super cool. Oh yeah, I, you know, somebody can be like, I've got, you know, I'm, this is my special. I'm gonna turn around and Google you. I'm gonna yeah. look at your the social media. Consumers, are now doing their own research to decide. Mm -hmm. So why don't you control the facts of your business with your website and all of your online presence and everything together instead of letting your broker tell you how you do business. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of things that we've already been talking about is creating legitimacy in like your your own business, right? I mean, what better way to do that than to have your own website? I mean, if, I, if I'm Googling you, um, somehow your website better show up so I can go and see that you're actually a real estate agent yeah. instead of a plumber who just does it on the side <laughs> once a year or right. something like that. Or when you do go to someone's social media after looking them up and it's like, they haven't posted for three years. Yeah. Are you in business? Are you out of business? I can't find your website. Oh, I found Keller Williams or Coldwell, whatever. Yep. But do well, I trust yeah. that? And, and it, it doesn't look like the trust factor. If you say you're a, re a full-time real estate agent and I Google you and you don't have a website, that immediately tells me... Or even an old one. Like if I'm looking yeah. at something with you know square pictures all over the place. Yeah. Still text, using like, Flash. It's so, yeah. very similar. Yes. A lot of people don't even know what that is now. But right. um, it's very similar to SEO where it's ever-evolving and ever-changing. So mm -hmm. if, like I, uh, if I'm looking for anything at all and I see a 10-year-old website, um, you know, that, that doesn't exude a lot of trust or excitement or excitement or anything that you're even keeping up with the times. Right. Yeah. And and if you don't, you know, if you don't show that you put effort into presenting your business mm -hmm. well, like that sends a psychological cue to like, well, if I work with this person, like how, how well are they going to represent me? Yeah. If you, you want to cap capture, you know, more, more listings, sellers, right? Uh, the first thing that they are trained on anything any blog out there to ask is like, how are you going to market me? What are you doing for your marketing? Exactly. And wh why would I choose you if you can't even market yourself? Mm -hmm. Yep. So guys, just, you know, if you, if you only have a broker provided website and that's what you're using, that's fine. But I, I would really encourage you to get your own website. There's so many more benefits. You can't leverage SEO with a broker provided website. Um, yeah, you'll never be found out if somebody's searching on Google on, on your broker yeah. site. And, and, and you know, um, I'm sure you're appreciative that at least, you know, your brokerage gives you a website, but there's no, there's no SEO value. Right. That. Yeah. Like how is it separating you from every other agent in that brokerage? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, that's going to be the biggest thing because if I go to your brokerage website, I now have access to the thousands of agents under your brokerage. And if I didn't like your haircut that day when you took the picture, <laughs> And I like someone else's, you, you might have just sent me to another person. Right. That brings us to another topic. You better get a good haircut, right? <laughs> better get a yeah. good haircut. You should have a good haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or 
if you don't have a good haircut, it's got to be like your thing. Oh, yeah. The right. mullet. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mullet. Right. Everybody's got mullets now. They're back I know. Now. They are back. back. In fact, funny, quick little story. I was back in Minnesota, Minnesota, for my uh, little sister's high school graduation. I've got, you know, brothers and sisters that are significantly younger than me. All the high I'm schoolers getting, have them. Dude, they, they came in short shorts. <clears throat> like, the dudes had, like, the, the shorter shirts. They had the dangly earrings. Is that the 80s or back? And, yeah. and I'm looking at them like, I'm like, what what is this? And I, I looked at my little sister, and she's like, "This is what's in right now." And she goes, "This," and she like does like a up and down thing. I was wearing like yeah. a bat, you know, looking like Eminem back in two thousand two. She's like, "This is not in anymore." And that's when it hit me. I'm like, "Oh my god, like, old. I'm old." Yeah, yeah. really. Um, so again, keep up, on. keep up with the times, right? <laughs> right? Keep. I'm not. Don't go get a mullet. We're not uh. saying go get a mullet, you know, but. You keep up with the times or, you know, I want to go into branding because that's another thing. You know, I remember um, if you, if you, you know, if you're a real estate agent, that's great. But what else about you feeds into your brand? For example, I have a real estate license that I've never used because I just wasn't a very good agent. That's my own personal story. But I was at a... um, Wait, you're saying that you can't just get a license and... Become very successful. Oh, you know, I, I thought I had it made. Oh, I was, I, I was going to get me a real estate license and I was going to be the next Grant Cardone in like right? six months <laughs> until I realized that, you know, the reality of the situation is it doesn't quite work like that. All right. But the reason I bring that up is because when I first moved out here, I was at a, a brokerage called Benyon DeVille and there was two guys there and one of them was like, you know, just make yourself as general as possible Get, get at least one suit, you know, look presentable and then, you know, like to the masses. And then I had another guy who was like, no, dude, like you got like longer hair, you got earrings, you got tattoos, like you're a musician. Yeah. Be like the, the rock star, like find people in, in your community in, where you can, you know, start to let them know and like use that as a point to your brand. Because, you know, you may not be right for everyone, but if you, fo- if you laser in and niche in and your brand speaks to a certain demographic then once you catch on there you can build some credibility you can start to broaden out so what you know what do you when, when I when I see real estate content and it's the guy in the suit with the haircut and the sold sign and the clipboard immediately I just think like ugh, you know what I mean like right off the bat it's not you right yeah so how important is you being your brain why is that so important well unless you're like a successful actor or something, or like some like CIA spy. Um, I am. Gotta, I am a yeah, CIA yeah. spy. You, yeah. You would have to act that that random person constantly, and so now you're keeping up with lies of who you aren't, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we all. That tried sounds it. exhausting, doesn't we've it? We've all tried it, right? Yeah. When you go in and do a big meeting or something, like be like this, but it's uncomfortable, and then you forget and you Puff slip, out and you're your like, "What's going on?" Right? And you're you saying because be, you are the business. You are the business. Twenty four seven. Yeah. So be yeah. yourself. Be, be yourself. Right. People are gonna trust you. You be genuine. Be yourself. Also. You know, the pandemic, COVID, I don't know if anybody knows about that thing. Um, that kind of changed the way a lot of dressing happens in the world these days. Like, it, Thank God. It, it, right? <laughs> we're not all uptight and in a suit and tie. Like, yes, there is a time and a place when sure. you need that. Yeah, we're not saying don't dress to impress. Right? Like, that's not but the message. You don't it's have just... to be in a suit and tie to do that. You, you can be you, mm-hmm. right? So be you. You you know, you can figure out if you're around musicians, be around musicians, yeah. you know, network with them. 
Um, if you're in a luxury area, like figure out that luxury presence type of thing. Um, so there's so many different niche opportunities. Yep. Just be you. Stop trying to fake it. Put it into your brand. And the more you fake it on that side, the more you're not genuine. And people can see right through that. They, they totally can. They yeah. totally can. I think that's very similar to like social media and SEO. So if we talk about SEO, you don't want to... Uh, make sure your website is optimized for the entire United States. Yeah, because yeah. you don't work the entire United States, right? You work uh, in our case Miramar and San Diego, so you want to make sure that you are um, your SEO is optimized for that area. The local area. And social media is the same exact thing. Being being you um, kind Share of drills you down into like your your type of people yeah. that you want to work with. And if you start working with people that you don't like to work with, well, then you don't like your job. You might not stay there for yeah. very long. Yeah. Um, you know, love what you do. Yep. And it's okay if everybody doesn't like your hair. It's yeah. okay it's if right. everybody doesn't like your That's clothes. not your client. They're going to find something they don't <clears throat> like about you anyway. Sure. So find the client that, that you can relate with. Exactly. Yeah. There's, you know, there's, I'm a firm believer that even for you, Justin, there's someone out there for everyone. I appreciate that. <laughs> I was losing hope. <laughs> no, yeah, for real though. And, and um, you know, consistent branding across marketing platforms can increase your revenue by up to 23%. So if you're going to be yourself on social media, be yourself on your website, be yourself on your print marketing, be yourself, you know, in, in uh, your, your tonality. That's the other thing too, you know, like if I go to, you know, if I get a, a or if I look you up and you like look like a rock star dude and then the message you send is like, Dear first name, would you like to buy, you know, like, uh, it, it, it's got to, the tone, right? Like, hey, what's up, rocker? You know what I mean? Like, you got to think about that stuff because it's the, the, the experience. Yeah. And people want an experience, you know, we're selling experiences now. So, But it's all intertwined. Like it's all said, intertwined. It's all intertwined. Like, your, your, your social media has to be you when they met you at a networking event. Yeah. Like, if you're, all of a sudden, your social media, you're in a tie and suit and you're, they're gonna be like, who? Wait, this is yeah. the guy I thought you were. You're, yeah, yeah. You're just marching down the street doing the things that everybody else does on social media. Well, people can realize that that's a little fake, right? Um, so yeah, be you. Totally, be you. I love that. Um, and then you know, to to wrap this all up, I mean, we, I know we've kind of been driving this way for the whole episode, but omni-channel marketing. When somebody says, you know. I don't want to do social media. I don't want to focus on my website. I don't, you know, I'm not, I hate texting people because that's bothering them. I'm just going to send direct mail. I'm just going to do postcards. I'm, you know, uh, can you have some success with that? Sure. But when you step up omni channel, uh, customer engagement is retained at an average of 85 or 89% higher. And omni-channel strategies are believed to offer 250% higher purchase frequency than single-channel strategies because you are doing two things. One, you are increasing your chances of uh, starting a relationship because you do have people that don't open mail. I hate, like, I love getting, if it's a handwritten letter, that's great. But if it's anything else, like, I'm, you know. Yeah, I see Is, is that the IRF? Yeah, you've seen it's, my it mail. It sits on the counter for, like, three weeks. I hate like, mail. What are you doing? Yeah. I hate mail. And like, you know, like I know people, I love checking my mail, yeah, right? Yeah, a lot of people do. A lot of people do. Unless you're writing me a check. Exactly. So, you know, you're increasing. And then also, if if I get, you know, if Sean is an agent and she sends me a text checking in with me, then two days later, I see a great post on social media. And then the next day I get an email from her. And then I see a YouTube video where she's talking with, you know, somebody. It's like, it, it gives you the... 
impression that your brand is bigger than it actually yeah. is. I'm seeing you one time, two times, three times, right? right? And so it's ingraining it in that person's head too of like, oh, when I think of real estate, I think of, in your case, Shauna, right? Um, but it's also leaving no t stone unturned, right? Because again, it's how the consumer tendency wants to be contacted, right? Mm -hmm. Not about how you want to do things, yep. right? I get it. We all want the phone to ring, right? The phone doesn't ring like it did five years ago, 10 years ago. So you have to be the one that is getting them to call you or engaging in the way that they, being the consumers, want to be engaged. Because if we had a way that your phone's going to ring all the time, we'd be talking about that. But they'd rather look you yeah. up. They'd rather you fill out something online. You call them. Yeah. right? They want you to do the work and them to do the, le the least amount of work possible um, when choosing who to work with. Exactly. Now, they'll also want to do their own research and then ask you more questions. That's just, that's kind of the, where we're at in society. And right. so you're either going to jump on the ship or you're going to be left behind. Right. And, you know, at Agent Elite, you know, just to say like, well, we, you know, we do websites, we make websites. It's, yes, we do. But really, I mean, it, it's an all-inclusive omni-channel marketing platform. And, you know, when people are like, well, I'll get the website, but then they're just going to try to upsell me and X, Y. Like, that's why we're talking about these stats. Um, and look, I don't care if you choose Agent Elite, but for God's sakes, like, do some sort of omni-channel marketing, you know, um, because if you, it, you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot. And if stuff doesn't work and you don't want to text people, that's, that's okay. But, yeah. you know, at least grab, like, two or three of these channels and do some experimentation. Try some things out because... Um, you know, there, there was a big talk that Tom Ferry did a few, this, actually maybe this is about six months ago now, but he was talking about how consumers are starting to shift towards well-recognized brands. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the reason that's happening is because there's so much competition. It's really easy to, you know, anybody can start a business. Anybody, I mean, I have a real estate license. Anybody can get a real estate license, um, you know, but in order to be a trusted brand, um, that takes, there's no shortcut for doing that. No. No shortcut. You have to put, you know. And re in reality, like any of these marketing channels, they've changed their algorithms so much so that you can't find a loophole or a shortcut. Right. So yeah. that way, you know, for Google example, like their algorithm changes so that it weeds out people that are, you know, not doing the right thing, mm -hmm. um, but also makes it even across the board for businesses to have an even playing field. Yeah. And I, I think, um, you know, if I'm putting myself in a realtor shoes, I can see, you know, we, we've had a ton of talking points today. I can see how it can be overwhelming for for many people, especially who aren't as tech savvy as the, the person next to them. Um, but it's all about, you know, you don't have to, you don't leap on top of a mountain. You just take it step by step. Yeah. Right. So, um, and there's another point too, but take step by step, go into Facebook, make sure you have a Facebook page and then go on Instagram, make sure you have that set up and go on. You know, and it doesn't happen have to happen on the same exact day. Mm -hmm. It can happen throughout weeks ahead, months ahead of yep. you. Um, and how do you, how do you eat an elephant? <laughs> one, one bite, bite at a time. time, right? Yeah, sure. If, if you're gonna eat an elephant, yeah. I mean, maybe yeah. that was a, that was a poor uh, poor <laughs> metaphor for that. That's great. Um, but yeah, do one step at a time. Don't try to conquer everything at once, and then that's where people. I think become frustrated. They have this yeah. expectation, okay, I'm gonna do this and it's gonna be like this and they do everything all at one time and then, okay, well, where, where's the sale? Where's the sale? Why didn't it didn't happen? I've been doing this for three months, where, where's it at? It's like, okay, but 
what are you going to do the next three months, the three months after that? Like, create a habit. Mm-hmm. I agree. Consistency mm-hmm. and patience. Consistency and patience over time. Yeah. And, you know, you may be saying, you know, well, I already, I already post on Facebook because that's like, let's say, I don't know what the number is, but let's say 80% of all real estate uh, views for me come from Facebook. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, there's 20% um, that's still out there. So let's say, okay, I had a bunch of Skittles in my hand. Okay, I had five Skittles in my hand. Uh, and I tell you one of them, it's kind of morbid, but could kill you. Would you take one of those skills and eat it? Probably not, because you have one in five chance of you know not being here. Yeah, I don't like those minutes, right? Um, well, it's the same thing. So, like, why wouldn't you post on the other 20% that's out there? Cause there's still that could be one more deal this month. That could be... Yeah, you know, what hits yeah. your goal? That could be another relationship that could sure. connect you with ten other people. Yeah, and we're not selling sneakers here. I mean, these are houses, or right? Skittles or Skittles yeah. or or arsenic, arsenic injected Skittles. Skittles. <laughs> yeah, Justin, if you try to give any of us Skittles, I'm gonna I'm gonna go warn people. Well, apparently, they're about to be banned in California, so you won't need to worry about that. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, don't get too upset. Okay. <laughs> Luckily, Skittles aren't my favorite, but my kid might yeah. be a little upset. Yeah, she won't. She doesn't need them. Yeah. Right on. So then, uh, okay, takeaways. What's the big takeaway from all these stats about omni-channel marketing? You know, I mean, we're, we're, not, we're not in business just to sell people stuff that they don't want to use because we want to make selfish, greedy money, right? We're, we're here to lay the foundation, to read these stats off, to explain to real estate agents that, um, you know, you don't have to do any of this stuff, but... We highly suggest you do because it's backed by research, and um, these are the things that are you know uh, that real successful brands and real estate agents are leveraging to grow their business. That's my key takeaway: is just you know absorb this and get get started with something. Pick a few channels. Make sure you have a non-broker provided website in addition to your broker provided website. That's fantastic, Sean and Justin. What do you guys think before we close? I mean, out? I was the same thing, kind of like get started. Was gonna be like, just just do it just get started um, block out 15 minutes a day to do something for your marketing whether it's website social SEO email just get started with it exactly and I, I think um, you know you'll probably get to a point where you need to hire the experts but that'll be because you took one step at a time and executed uh, and then now all of a sudden you're seeing a lot of traction from that um, to where you have to be that real estate agent and then you have to focus on that more so than your marketing, and then there'll be a point where you have to let the experts do it um, because it's getting too crazy for you to do both. And that's at a the good same problem time. to have. That's a great problem to have. Yeah. But I mean, you see where the execution is is vital and all that. Just one step at a time. One step at a time. Yeah. One yeah. step at a time, and the value of of uh, you know asking questions and, and coaching and having somebody there to help you along the way. Um, If you guys need anything or if you're listening to this and you're like, you know, there's some good ideas that these guys brought up, uh, you know, go to Agent Elite on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, drop us a DM, check out, you know, make sure you subscribe to the podcast here because, um, you know, every couple of weeks we drop a new episode. Look at that omni-channel. Presence. Look at that! Yeah. That stuff right there. Exactly. Yeah. You know, sign. You check out a demo. You know, I mean, if, if you don't, if you don't believe, you know, four thousand real estate agents wouldn't lie, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, uh, but thanks for being a. Uh, you know, we we appreciate your patronage and loyalty, 
And uh, until the next episode, have a great day, everybody. Have a great day.